for a little more collaborative solo west marches basic fantasy gaming so last we played we lost milton my human thief and larry my human cleric third level thief second level cleric devastating blow <laughs> but i'm left with good old matthew my third level fighter and my first level handred human the magic user let's just quickly generate up a couple new uh, recruits back in town Got a nine. Intelligence of four. Oof. That lad's not too bright, is he? Uh, another nine for wisdom. So far, this guy is not too good in anything. Oh boy, there's a seven dexterity. This guy's a real winner, isn't he? And a ten constitution. There's my highest roll so far, a ten. Oh my goodness, and an eight charisma. Well, he can be, he meets the requirement of 9 strength for fighter, 9 wisdom for cleric, and um, dexterity. No, he can't be a thief, so he can be anything but a thief. Let's see what this guy is, or see what he could be. Um, so that's a nice 10. Okay, well, we're off to a better start. 10 strength, 14 intelligence. When in doubt, I find just go for a fighter <laughs> if you qualify. Oh, boy, the dice are warmed up now. 14 Wisdom, uh, there's a th 11 Dexterity, and an 8 Constitution with a Charisma of 11. Not bad, this guy is uh, the obvious better character. Okay, um, usually I like to roll for random, random class, but uh, actually, let's give it a try, why not? The old D8. One, two, three, four, five is another magic user up here. Intelligence of four. Can't be a magic user. Um, he can be a cleric or a fighter. Oh, this guy will be the cleric. This guy will be a fighter. Why not? Let's just go with that. And I love me the humans. So we'll go another human um, fighter. Subpar fighter, but he will do. Um. Level one. Uh, let's call him um, um, Jack. Jack. Yep. We got Jack. Oh, did I use that name already? Maybe I better come up with. Uh, let's make up a name just because uh, I'm starting to reuse all my normal sounding names. Let's go with. Um, well, let's just make a made up name out of Jack or something similar. Uh, let's call him uh, Gerald. Jarell. Jarell. Jarell the human fighter. There we go. Now we've got this guy. This guy will be the cleric. Human. Cleric. Love me those humans. So I've just got four boring human dudes. That's all good. Um, yes. Uh, um, Austin is. It's a strange spelling for Austin, but we will go with that. Austin is our cleric. All right, let's uh, let's get us some some money first of all. That's uh, a hundred gold. Oh yeah, that'll buy him all his stuff. I'll just uh, 
Let's go with the same. Actually, that was all the equipment I had for the other cleric. I'll just sink all his money into that, we'll say. Um, and the fighter up here. Um, we'll have to re-outfit him. Let's check out the hit points. D6, three. Constitution bonus? Oh, minus one constitution bonus. So he's actually got two hit points. <laughs> Plus one attack for the cleric. He's going to be wearing chainmail, so his movement is down to 20. The fighter will be the same. 20. Assuming I can afford. Oh yeah, 120 gold. Okay. 120 GP. I'll give him the... Um, chain mail um, that dex a eh? minus dex of minus two or something with that with that measly seven that's a minus one okay dex of minus one intelligence of minus two thanks to that four uh, minus one charisma okay and we'll roll a d8 for his hit points six not bad okay my uh, cleric is the weakest one with two hit points my my uh, magic user has four hit points he lucked out okay I will just um, outfit him quickly and I'll uh, do that off okay. all right we're back and Jarrell the human fighter is rocking a large sword or a long sword that is in a scabbard he's got a short bow across his back and his main weapon is a pole arm <laughs> uh, so that should be interesting and then Austin has um, chain mail and a shield um, let's that give him a AC of 16 to fill that in uh, yeah, he's using a mace and a sling. Okay, and that's that. So, <laughs> what are these goons gonna get up to this week? Um, I think, I think we might want to head back to the caves. Got some unfinished business there. Um, caves, the caves. Okay, I want to ask around uh, for ruin legends. Okay, I'm gonna start with Matthew, a third level fighter. Um, he has a charisma of plus one, which is gonna be useful because the fighter only can. Um, ask around at the barracks, the militia barracks, for um, rumors and legends. So he can make, uh, a fighter can make a charisma test um, against the target number thing, and that's 16. So I need to roll a 16 or better. And I do get a plus one because of his charisma, so let's try that. Oh! <laughs> 21. Roll the 21. Wow. Okay, so... Oh, that was huge. Um, for every two points over the success target, um, gives an additional piece of information. 
So, yeah, okay, so that gives, okay. Uh, inquiries about specific information are minus four, so I forgot to mention that. So I did, I needed a 20 um, to get any information because I am asking specifically uh, what, um, what's up with that cave? Um, well, maybe that's, that's not too specific, actually. It's just asking about a location. So that's maybe minus two. So we'll say minus two. So that'd be a, I needed an 18 or better. And I beat it by three. So I can get an additional piece of information. So um, two pieces of information, according to the chart here, the militia barracks, one piece of information, your first would be a monster. Um, and the second is a treasure. Nice. Okay. So I'm asking around about the caves in... What is it? 5,000? 5,000? Or 4,005. Hex 4005. Asking around, what's up with those caves? What's what's the rumors, the legends around that? Anybody heard anything? Has anybody ever gone out there and not come back? Or come back with stories? And apparently, I find out about a monster that resides there. And a potential, uh, well, and a treasure a rumored legend treasure there. Probably why uh, it's probably in the monster horde there, and probably why there are rumors about it because people uh, went seeking this before. So I'm just going to get a random encounter table here. I'm going to change it up and go with the good old rule cyclopedia. This thing, this thing is a classic. Um, usually I use the. Um, basic fantasy um, tables, but uh, they are much thinner than the ones uh, in this book. So I'll use this book. Oh boy, it's been a while since I've uh, used this one. And as you can see, I'm fumbling to find the encounters. Here we are. <clears throat> okay, so we want the dungeon encounters. Um, so we've got tables for level 1 through, well, 10. Um, I think I'm just going to roll randomly to see what level. So we'll learn that uh, with the monster, I guess. So uh, level 1. Okay. Okay. Um, dungeon level 1. We'll roll a d20. That's another thing that's nice. The, um, the basic fantasy one. Could use some flushing out. It's just a D12. D12. It, it works great. It's basic. It's fantasy. It's all you need. Um, whoops. Uh, Twenty. Wow, this die is on fire tonight. So I, was, I better make sure not to use that for my attacking monsters. <laughs> zombies. One D three zombies. Six. Okay, so that's three. Okay, so we learn that three zombies um, protect a treasure. They protect a magic treasure. Um, and let's use, since we're here, I'm feeling nostalgic tonight. I'm just going to keep rocking with the uh, good old rule cyclopedia here. And... Okay, let's get into this treasure type, eh? Okay, um, what do we want here? Is it a magic treasure? Is it just 
money. Um, let me check my rules here. On the yes, treasure is fifty percent chance. Rumor reveals um, coinage, a treasure in coinage, and fifty percent is a magic item. Nobody tells a rumor of anything other than great riches or magic items, right? So it's got to be one of those two. <laughs> All right, let's drop this and see what we get. We've got 75. So that would be magic treasure territory. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. That should be interesting when this hits the, uh, <laughs> hits the rumors uh, forum in the Discord. Uh, if this is something good, everybody's going to be all over this. Um, maybe I shouldn't share it. Maybe I should keep it to myself. Oh. <laughs> Anybody watching this will, will be on to me. Um, okay. Magic items. Here we are. Magic item table. Oh, I love rolling on this so much. What is that? That's an 87. 87. Give me something juicy here. A sword. Oh, boy. Okay, we got a magic sword. A legend. A rumor of a magic sword guarded by zombies. Swords, yes, sir. Okay, oh, we start over here. Um, armor class, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so magic weapon table generation 1d100 swords. It's at 31. Uh, 31 is a sword, a normal sword. Plus one. Normal sword, plus one. Okay. Well, you know, that's not legendary, but. You gotta start somewhere, right? Um, yeah, well, that'd be perfect for my low-level characters. Um, magic items, subtail swords. Uh, I might need to check this out. What is the chance of intelligence sword and all the rest? Um, okay. Very interesting. I haven't actually done this probably in a decade or so. Maybe more. Um, so I just, uh, I'll do it this way here. I already rolled a normal sword plus one, so I won't do it this way. It's two different ways to do it. I'll go with, uh, I think it is anyways. But um, So there's a 40% chance of additional modifier um, to it. Let's see what we got there. Oh, that's a 12. Yes, there is. Sword. Come over to this and 10. Um, plus one versus extra opponent. Opponents, 44 is Lycanthropes, ooh, hmm, there is that town with the Lycanthropy problem, okay, 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 so plus one versus, uh, it's a plus one magic sword, plus two versus Lycanthropes, um, and then we have to roll on the uh, intelligence chance. <laughs> well, then check intelligence of sword. Okay, int. Okay, 1 to 79% chance. Nothing. This is cool. 1 to 79, and I rolled a 35. Oh, darn, okay. It's not an intelligent sword. That is a 3, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's okay. Um, wow. Super cool. Um, if primary power, extraordinary power. Prime, okay. No, no more rolling there. Um, wow. 
That is a decent weapon. Decent weapon right there. I gotta kill three zombies to get it though. Probably. I don't have a super functional cleric here. Well, yeah, actually, he's a high functioning cleric, high functioning character, opposed to many of my characters. What's the turn? Capabilities on this lad here. Uh, 15. I have 15 written down, but I think that was my level 2 character. Take a quick look and just see what our chances are against these three zombies. Three isn't bad. You know, I can psych myself up to take that on. Uh, let's get some turning. Where's the darn? There we go. <laughs> level 1 turning zombies. 17, 13, 17, 19. Write that in. 13, 17, 19. 13, 17 for zombies and 19 for ghouls. Oy. Okay. Alright. Well, somewhere on that first level, um, on, I'll write that too, on level 1, somewhere on that first level, there is a magic plus 1 sword, normal sword, I have got to get that for... One of my fighters, probably Matthew, at level three. He's got 15 hit points. He's a, he's a legit character. He's not going to die quite as easily now, at least. Okay, this will be great. All right, let's set out. We set out day one. North, we go through uh, forested mountains. We do 12 of 18 movement. Um, let me just check here. Okay, so no encounter, and that would be which hex? Check my map here. Uh, 3007. 3007. Hex. 3007. And then we make camp at night. Six. Nothing. Okay. Day two. We continue. Okay, so another encounter check. One. Ah, dang it. Okay, so we continue in that hex. We don't quite get out of it. And we have encounter. Okay. Got the basic fantasy book handy here. Um, forested mountains. Let's see which it is. It is in the mountain table. And 2d8 is what we roll for this one. 11? Um, Giant bat. Interesting. Okay. Check out the bats. Giant bat. Uh, number appearing in the wild. 1d10. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. 1d10. I'll roll that. Oh, one. One giant bat. Okay. Okay. Can't, uh, can't complain there. All right, all right, all right. Um, let's go with uh, this here. Giant bat. Um, this will just be a straight out slugfest. I'm not gonna bother with the terrain. Um, this thing can fly, it will avoid, <laughs> it, can, it can ignore. <laughs> terrain or anything like that. So the thing has um, hit dice of two. Okay. 
Um, drop those, and it's got seven hit points. One, two, three, four. So five, uh, four, three. Okay. And here we go. Initiative. It goes on a one, and we go on a three. We go first. Um, yeah, I'm just going to straight out fight this thing. I'm not going to bother checking to see if it's... Um, we spot it first or whatever. Oh, I will do a morale check to see. Oh, yeah, it's attacking us. Okay, so it swoops in to attack us with a bite. It does a bite for 1d4. Very cool. And we get the first attack. So the two fighters will swing away. Matthew and... Ugh, Matthew and Jarrell. Six and a four. AC is 14. Um, Handred will, um... Uh, we're gonna be another day. Still cast sleep on the thing. Yeah, we'll just cast sleep on the thing, and it will save as a fighter 2 versus spell. Uh, I need a 16 or better. 5. He puts it to sleep. Nice. Andred puts the bat to sleep, and we kill it. Nice and easy. Well, that was kind of like that. I forgot that Handred had that spell. Okay, so that is uh, 75 XP. Okay, well that was easy. No treasure or anything like that. Excellent. Okay, so we finish, get out of that hex, the additional six, and we have six left into um, hex. Oh, into the correct hex, 4006. Hex 4006. Um, so that's northeast to caves. So we only have to get halfway across that, and it takes nine to get there. So yeah, we have six. We can get there. We can get there today. Uh, we do enter another hex, though, so I gotta check four. Okay. No more encounters. And we enter the cave kind of uh, afternoon ish. On day two, into caves. Okay, now just gonna pull up the slick little map that uh, somebody else shared. Um, it was King of Rats. King of Rats. He went delving in this cave as well, and here's where I explored down this tunnel here. And, and got beat up and left. He went down the other tunnel uh, and found carved stone. So I'm going to go that way. Um, one in six chance of meeting anything in these caves, wandering monster. No. And the second one, no. Okay. So that'll get me right into the crossroad there. Um, yeah, it's just a hallway. I won't count that. Um, so that is um, okay. One. Call that A11, the crossroads there. A11. Um, into um, room A. Well, yeah, actually. Into, um, what does he say? Carved stone. Yeah, carved stone crossroad 
and we will go one, two, three, uh, one, two, three, four, so straight down um, and head south. And we'll call this room A11, A11. Um, lovely, eh? Okay, so we are now in dungeon, no longer in caves. Okay, uncharted territory, but this is more likely to be where we'll find zombies. Okay, let's get the dice ready. So since I'm headed into a new area, I'm just gonna drop the dice and do the whole, uh, generate a whole dungeon area. Um, we won't explore the whole area probably tonight, of course, but um, we'll just see what we come up with. Um, so we've got um, area change um, on a one, so it looks like, um, yeah, looks like there is just the one area change right there. Um, yep, it's the only one. So that is where we come in, and we come into... Um, uh, well, it looks like we come probably into, down into room 11 there, which is a laboratory. Okay, A11. Uh, a laboratory. So we come down the hallway, and it is, it's kind of a room like this. Laboratory. Okay. Probably ruin 11. Yeah. Laboratory. The common features to this place. 19. Floor, floors and tiles are 18 odd colorations. Okay. I'll put that. Oddly colored tiles. Okay, uh, and uh, we are in. So that's that is interesting, isn't it? Um, I'll set that aside. Okay, and I will have to get another die. And now we drop one of everything. Um, to give us the uh, D10, I got a D10. Four, but um, use another D8 for the room layout. So, okay. Um, oh, okay, so it's, uh, oh, I already drew it as a square. We'll just stick with that. We'll fill it with these things here. Random room contents. Do we have any max die rolls? No, we do not. So no monsters here. It's always fun. 12 small furnishings, small on the evens, four, okay, so small furnishings, so small table, another small table here, the odd numbers, two nines, okay, so big shelving along there, um, and another big shelf there, laboratory stuff, and two is lighting, there's a, um, Cresset 
called a cresset. It's a big like cauldron burning thing. Um, so it's probably not lit. And five is another large furnishing up this way. Another, okay, so we've got bookshelves. Uh, bookshelves, yeah. Okay, and uh, that's about it in this room. Now we see, just very carefully, the hallway comes down to here and the other rooms would connect off of this. So, you know, looks like I've got a doorway. Uh, yeah, every which way leading out of this room. So door, door. And well, yeah, I guess there won't be one going down because I already drew. There's a bit of a, okay, we'll just uh, go with that. Okay, uh, there's nothing in here. Um, let's see, let's say there is a one in 10 chance, 10% 10 chance of, um, of something useful on the bookshelves. No, nothing, just garbage and ruin. Alrighty, well, let us take a look at these doors here. What do we got next? Um, okay, let's try. Which way do we want to go? One, three, four, six. Okay, we go left. We're going to go to... Like this. Hallway goes down here and then goes to a T to hit up those two rooms. Um, okay. We will call that uh, always draw hallway and we'll check to see what that door is up to. Yes, 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 yes. We can assume all doors are stuck. So, oh boy, can't touch that. That's my. Uh, Okay, roll my d6. Six, thud. Matthew cannot budget. Jarrell, roll the three. Cannot budget. Handred, four. Can't budget. Austin. Okay, we're not doing that door. Matthew will try. Oh, that's a two on this door here. Let's take a look. You open a door on a, on a one only. Quick look at that. I forget that rule. Yes, it is a one on a six. And you add your strength modifier, of which nobody here seems to have. Jarrell, three hundred. He'll try six. No, and Austin. Doors are all stuck, and we cannot deal with it. Okay. Well, we go back up. Go back up the. Wow. Okay. Well, we go back up to the crossroad. Um, actually, we'll go like this. Down to a a eleven. Draw it like this. Okay. We go back up the crossroad. We try one of the others. Um. Uh, according to that layout there, crossroad might have been to here or here. Okay. Let's see. We'll roll randomly. Okay, we're going to go left the way we tried to go the first time. And we're going to go down there to a 
okay to a door see if it's stuck oh it is stuck okay so we'll try open that no no and no and no good golly okay we will spend the time to bash that thing down now we'll roll for random encounter monster no nothing okay we're just gonna bash that sucker in and that is a d4 uh to, to one let's take a look what that entails for room um Oh, that's an area change. That goes back. That'd be an area change back to caves. Okay. Sorry, there shouldn't have been a door there at all. My mistake. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so that connects back to the caves. And we'll go this way. Um, okay, and we get to... Oh, oh. Okay. So that was a... D10 was rolled there, so crossroad, looks like this. We're coming this way now, D10, that means uh, max die roll is a lair, and a 10 is a kennel, stable. Kennel or, or stable, we'll call this A12. And let's see what we've got going on in there. Uh, D10, okay. Okay, we've got a bit of an L-shaped room. that we'll say we'll one d6 to see one to two it's open okay so we kind of just go actually one isn't, isn't yeah okay so we open the door to find a lair now this isn't gonna be good is it um a lair and well it's roll in the dungeon it is possible <coughs> to get a zombie it's not possible you only get zombies on level two but um i always uh, substitute a npc party and npc bandit i drop them out because they're not real monsters um this table so let's roll to what is it 1d12 1d12 okay i don't have to reuse this four so i was on a seven it's on a seven there um four is cobalt okay we need cobalts Alrighty, and the room looks like this let's draw this in um features being trash debris corner here where we come in it's ruin uh, two is lighting which they wouldn't have lit all the way up to 12 is small furnishing so they've got some oh these are old kennels so there might be a small cage here cage and then seven is a large cage oh yeah so this is just a this whole area is just a large cage and seven over here large cage crazy and five is another large cage just a big box one okay uh, a few kobolds in here in the kennels 
Okay, let's check out the cobalt and see how many we got to deal with. Um, oh man, number appearing in lair. Wow, um, 6d10. This is a lair, 6d10. Okay, I'll roll a d10 times it by 6, I guess. Well, I'll just roll it out. Um, so that's 12. Plus 16, uh, 20, uh, 8, yep, 28, 37 of them, 37 kobolds, just stuffed in this room. Okay, we slam the door and spike it is what we do. Uh, <laughs> uh, we slam the door and we run. Slam the door and spike it. Um, let's see if they can attack if they decide to chase us down. No, they fail uh, morale big time. So they don't chase us. They probably have a way in there um, through cracks and crevices in this derelict dungeon. So they're not exactly trapped in there, but at least they can't chase us. Okay, so we run <laughs> like the champs we are. Um, okay, uh, run from A12, better write that on in a separate page here for my log, okay, A12, run from Kowalds, okay, yeah, we're Okay, we'll go back to the laboratory, and we're just gonna, okay, we'll roll random encounter, nothing. And we're just gonna have to beat down the wooden door. So that will cause another random encounter. One, yes, something shows up. And let us see what that is. 11, Sturge, oof. Okay, back in, <laughs> back in the laboratory. Um, One eleven. Boy, this is getting to be a real crapshoot, isn't it? Back to a eleven. Um, breaking down door and counter sturge. Wow. These things uh, are not that fun either, are they? Oh man. Uh, okay, so we've got our layout of the library. Okay, here's our laboratory layout here. Um, did need to add a couple bookshelves. Um, okay, here's one there. I need one there and there. So a large bookshelf there. And a large one coming down. Um, this way. Bookshelves. 
bookshelves, table. Table in the middle of the room there. There's another table up here. Okay. Okay. Now we got 1D10 Sturge coming after us. Six. Okay. Six of them, eh? And we can't really flee from these things. They can outfly us easily. Flight of 60. Oh man, this isn't going to be good at all. Okay. Six Sturge. Well, they're weak at least. Eh? Hit dice one and they blood drain. Yeah, great. Okay, let's start rolling for them. Eight and five. Okay, Sturge. One. Two is up in there. Three and seven. Three, four, one, four, and three. And number five and six, two. And the last one is seven, five, six, seven. That's guy number six. Wow. Okay, let's check the morale. If you attack us and three, oh yeah, they come right after us. They're not gonna not gonna mess around. They attack immediately. Okay, D6 is them, blue is us. They go first. Six of them. Okay, so we're all in this corner. Um, just bashing on this door. Get us up in here. Um, probably just standing around and we see them coming. Hear them humming. Okay, and we will step up into battle for me. Well, they do get to go first. So um, let me get a couple more monsters. I've got uh, three, four, five, six, and they come in and start attacking. So we'll just randomly roll to see who they start getting. One is Matthew. One goes on Matthew, second one goes on um, um, Austin the Cleric. Uh, three is um, Jarrell, uh, number two. Okay. Like that. Like that. We got a, another one on. <laughs> Matthew and another one on Austin. Well, that's good, I guess. Uh, one, two, three. Yeah, I have one more to do, and another one on for Austin. Okay, so they leave my magic user alone, which is very fortunate for some reason. He doesn't look like he has much blood in him, maybe. Uh, move this over so we can actually see the action. And they start attacking. Okay, so. Alright, um, attack on Matthew. They have a, what do they have, a plus one. A 19. Oh gosh. They get Matthew. Uh, 1d4 damage. Um, got that by two, so that's three damage. Uh, Sturge hits a creature that attaches and drains blood equal to 1d4 per round on its initiative. 
creature can be removed by killing it. Any attack on the creature receives an attack bonus of plus two by any, uh, but any attack that misses hits the victim instead. Dang it. Okay. Uh, and you can't, we'll say you can't get the things off yourself so easily. Um, okay, so three damage to Matthew right out of the gate. He's down to 12. Okay, the next one attacks Matthew with an 11. That's not going to be good enough. I got an attack on uh, Austin, the cleric. That's the first one. 19. Oh my goodness. And that is um, two. Two damage. Oh my goodness. And Austin dies. He only had two hit points. I forgot about that. Okay, these three. Um, let's see who they'll attack. Uh, one, two, three. That would be um, Drell. And the other one? Ah. He goes, okay. One goes to Drell. And this one goes to the magic user. Here's the attack on the magic user. Uh, a 12 he needed. He misses. Gets an 11. And two attacks on Jarrell, the human fighter. 20. Two. Okay, so one hits. One damage. Okay. Uh, he's down to five. Okay. Not cool, man. Okay. So, um, next turn. They will be drained of blood. We've got a dead cleric. Okay. Okay. Uh, I would say flee, but we can't outrun them. Ah, oh, sleep. I can cast sleep. Oh, if only I could have done that before. The death of... Oh, that should be two points. I want to play 20s or um, natural. Double damage now. So that should be two points of damage. That one was on a 20. It'd be good for me once I get a 20. So, okay. Um, yeah, casting sleep. Handred. It'll actually work on these things, won't it? How many will it, will it get, though? Uh, sleep. Creatures of four. Uh, three or fewer hit dice. Cast chooses a point of origin. And those creatures within 30 feet of the chosen point must... Uh, point may be affected. Each creature in the area of effect is allowed to save versus spell. Sleeping creatures are helpless. Slapping or wounding awakes an affected creature, but normal noise does not... Sleep does not affect unconscious creatures, constructs, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, Jarrell, or Austin got hit for two damage, exactly. That puts him to zero. Uh, he is allowed a death save. I always allow them to go uh, negative level in hit points. Still make a death save. Well, yeah, I don't know. Okay, anyways, um... And those creatures within 30 feet of the chosen point. Wow, I can get everybody. Save versus spell. It's a Sturge is safe. Fighter one. Probably fighter one. Yeah. Fighter level one um, versus spell. That's <laughs> 17. It's not great for them. I'm going to end up putting uh, my own people to sleep, but that's okay. I can wake them up. 
Um, one of us has to save, though. So here's uh, Matthew drops. Um, <laughs> Jarrell drops. My wizard drops. Well, he's, he's not affected by his own spell, I do not believe. Uh, well, he can, he can step away. He can move to there, and the thing's on him, so he can cast the spell. Point the point there, so he get everything but himself. So he can just step out of the radius, actually. Okay, and now we start rolling for all the sturge. One, two, three, four, five, six sturge. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this one's good. This one's out. Two more failures. Two more failures, okay. Um, one remains. Okay. And it is initiative. I go first. Aha, good, okay. Handred, it's all up to you, buddy. Okay, he will... He can move through the carcasses and slap both of them awake since they're right side by side. That's his turn. They will spend their turn standing up. The Sturge will attempt to attack who? Um, Matthew. Comes an attack with a 10. Not good enough. That was amazing. That sleep spell was clutch because the feed there <laughs> we had attached sturge on pretty well well everybody but hundred so they just fall asleep and drop off that's amazing okay so no damage there new initiative we're in five oh we go first so the thing came over and attacked matthew to no avail okay so we attack it matthew attacks darn it Misses Jarrell. Darn it. <laughs> Handred with his dagger. 15. Uh, that'll hit Sturge. It's AC 14, we believe. 13. AC 13. And that is number one. Sturge number one had um, five hit points. So he will do 1d4 damage. Uh, good old Handred with his dagger. One damage. Okay, and then it attacks, let's see who it attacks, Matthew again, with a 12, no, 13 will not hit Matthew, initiative again, uh, everybody goes at the same time, so it attacks with a 4, that's not going to hit anybody, Matthew in the red, Jarrell with a 9, he's got a plus 1, Matthew with a He's got a plus three to attack. It still doesn't hit. Ah, darn it. And Handred, the mage. Uh, he hits with an 11. Not good enough. Nobody hits this turn. Next turn. The Sturge goes first. And rolls a natural 20. On. Oh boy. On Handred. Double damage. Freaking double damage. On a d4, um, so that I rolled an eight on a three. four damage, doubled to eight. That's two critical hits from the monsters tonight, <laughs> from Sturge, and that kills four hundred. 
just gets blood sucked to death by a giant mosquito. Okay, Matthew, come on, buddy. Friggin' ah, it's a 12. Can't quite get her done. 15, okay. Jarrell uh, lands a hit and hits with a 16, and that's uh, his pole arm 1d10. Seven. Yeah, he kills it. Oh my goodness. He kills that Sturge, and they make short work of the rest of the sleeping ones. Um, it's possible that they won't kill them, though. They will both attack at the same time, each one. So that's a d8 and a d10. The next one is, um, yeah, we need to do uh, eight damage to the thing. Okay, we do so. We kill it. We have to do it one blow or they wake up and attack. Holy smokes, 14. Kill the next one. It only had three hit points. Uh, next one is seven. Need to get a seven. Oh, we hit seven right on. Kill it. Um, oh, I need to make a death save for good old Austin. He was reduced to zero hit points exactly. Uh, death save is ten for him? That can't be right. Don't get my hopes up like that. That's what I have written. Uh, for cleric, death ray, eleven. Wow. Wow. Okay. Better just double check all those. He has a chance. He's got a minus one constitution, but... Okay. Oh, Austin is not dead. Austin lives. Where is Austin? He's here somewhere. Well, we lose Handard. Um, lose Handard. Anyways, continuing on. Killing these. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. We save one PC. Well, we can save them if we get out of here and camp. Um, okay, back to killing giant mosquitoes. Uh, yeah, that one had two hit points, and I just dealt it uh, 13. And number six had uh, seven hit points. Okay, I killed it too. Okay, the death of six mosquitoes, giant mosquitoes. Man, that's just, that's just a drag. At least I didn't lose two characters. Uh, 37 XP. 37 times 6, 42, 180, 222, 222 XP. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, I'll check my math. I don't care. I'll score that. Okay. I will write down 100. He was reduced to minus 4, so he's, he's not salvageable. 100 dies. Austin, um, reduced to zero, unconscious. Okay, we have to leave. Time to leave. So every two rooms we leave, uh, I'll roll for random encounter, since we just walked through. We don't need to do it every room. So no encounters, we get outside and camp to get one hit point back. Gee whiz, man. Camp, night encounter. Thank heavens. Camp outside. 
Okay. Day three. Frey gang. What do I do now? Um, laboratory. Uh, boy. Okay. I think we gotta go home. Take us two days to get home. Random encounters, nothing. Huh. Head home. For um, Austin needs to fully recover, so that will take him. Um, oh, he's only got <laughs> two hit points, so. Well, gee. We could camp out two nights. Let's camp out another night. Okay. We're not heading home. Um, day three. Uh, day three. Uh, just rest. Slash camp. It's a rule for night encounter and day encounter. So, okay. Great. Day four. Back into caves. Okay. A couple random encounters. Thank heavens. Nothing. Okay, so we're back. Austin's able to heal back up to full. <laughs> Doesn't take a long three hit points. Okay. And we get to go to this room over here. Ah, uh, sorry this room here, six. Uh, so <laughs> I'm pointing to something off screen. Uh, to this room here, six. Okay. Here's my map. Go down this hallway. And we'll call that A13. Okay, so A13, draw up here. Let's generate that room. Where are all these? Uh, we need one of everything. 28, 54, that'll be my 8, and I need a 10. Okay, we've got a bit of a rectangular room here. Going on. And we come in, and there will be, okay, there will be a door here. Like we come in up here, and a six is a what kind of room? Uh, kitchen, kitchen mess hall, mess hall kitchen. So it's kind of small. So we'll say it's a it's a kitchen. We have any max die rolls here? Uh, no, we do not. So there's no monsters in here and nothing of import just some okay on the corner there's an 11 large furnishing so that's a large like cooking pot cauldron and then some refuse and junk debris crumbled in ceiling caved in there and then some small tables Oh, and here's another large cooking pot. And then another smallish table right there. Okay. Okay, we get into this room. Nothing nothing here to worry about. 
go to the next room. It's an eight on a D12. An eight on a D12 is a meeting hall. And it's kind of, okay. Oh. Okay, we've got a max die there. So this room, oh, makes sense. It's like an auditorium meeting hall. Um, it's kind of a big square room. Uh, let's check the door. Okay, it's, uh, it is stuck. Uh, okay, fail. Fail, another round. Um, oh, uh, and that roll was random encounter. And then, okay, <laughs> random encounter was a five, and then my last uh, set of attempts, we do bust in the door. So whatever's in here knows we're coming. There is something ready for us so we come in we've got a monster well it was started down in the corner it is now right up in our face um, and then we've got auditorium so there's just okay we've got um, some large-ish oh two is lighting so there's like a chandelier right in the middle chandelier and then, yeah, large table. Um, table there. Table. Okay, and then, yeah, chairs all around it. And it looks like there is another room right next door, so let's just see what's there. One, okay, that's just an archway. Room right there, okay. Whew. Another monster. Another encounter. Okay. Another roll of the D12s. Could the zombies be here? If only. If only. Six. Oh. Okay. Okay, that is zombie. That is the zombies. That is the zombies. Um, said if, if it land on the NPCs, parties. I don't like using them as monsters on one way in the wilderness like this. So, uh, yeah. Okay, let's go with that. We find the zombies. Oh, wow. Okay. This is the treasure room. Well, somewhere here. In an auditorium like meeting or like a banquet hall um, I'll just put uh, banquet hall yeah these things are shuffling around in here uh, okay three zombies and they get to jump on us um, wow this isn't gonna be fun grab the small book this will be tight quarters um, and we'll just go with uh, yeah I can't believe we found the um, so yeah we bust in the door and we just step in and then uh, 
things right there. The McNasties are just waiting for us. One, two, three. This <laughs> will bust in, stumble in. Okay. Um, let's see if we're surprised. They are not. Four? Okay, we're not surprised. Okay. So we can roll initiative. Ah, oh, we get to go first. Okay, okay. So nobody's surprised. We get to go first. We stumble in and start swinging. Um, this is awesome. Zombies. Zombie one. Uh, so these things, these things are tough, aren't they? Two hit dice each. Six for the first one. Two, seven for him, and the third one, four. Okay, so we got it right there. Okay, uh, as long as they're undead, they move slowly. So 20, how they move the same speed as me. Um, they must be literally hacked to pieces to kill them. They take only half damage from blunt weapons, and only a single point from arrows, bolts, or slings. I'm using swords and pole arms, so that's good. Oh, half damage for my blunt. I have a mace on my cleric. Ooh, ooh, I can try to turn. Zombie never has the initiative and always acts uh, last in wooden round, right? So I didn't need to roll his initiative. Uh, they may be turned. And they are immune to sleep turn. That's fine. Um, they're mindless, no form of mind reading used against them. They never fail morale fight until destroyed. Okay, so we go first. Here goes. Matthew. Swings on number one. Gee, Matthew, you are useless, I tell ya. Oh, Jarrell nails one with his D10 polearm. Seven damage. Number, uh, oh, he's beside number one, so I'll go for number one. Keep it simple. Zombie one is dead. Excellent. And um, Austin will step in and step there and attack number two. It'll be half damage, but he might as well try. Oh, wow, 15. That'll hit a 12. Uh, actually, he's going to step in and try and turn. I do need to try that. Got to give that a go. You never know. And then I can turn several. Zombies turn on a 17, eh? Seven, no, no. He steps in and is ineffective. Can't do that for another turn. Okay, now they attack. Matthews attacks him for, they got a plus two, so 12 won't do it. And this one attacks, let's see who it attacks. Uh, it goes for the cleric. Five, okay, misses. Okay, so we're getting better luck here. Next turn, our attack. All right. Oh, Matthew lands a blow with a 17. Yes, okay, that's a D8. D8? Use your normal sword. Yeah. Three. Uh, just three damage straight on his number three. Number three. Zombie number three uh, takes three damage. He had four hit points, so he is not, not dead. Jarrell brings down the pole axe, misses. Um, Austin will attack with his base. Misses. 
Okay, attacks Matthew. 10, not gonna do it. And this one attacks, ah, oh, goes for Dread this time. One, haha, <laughs> misses. Excellent, okay, next turn we attack uh, Matthew. Nine plus three is 12. Uh, he's got an AB of, yeah, plus three, uh, AC of 12. Okay, Matthew hits. Matthew hits for five. Guy number three. And finishes it. Awesome. We lucked out on the monster guarding this treasure. It could have been much, much worse. Okay. Um, now Jarrell. Oh, 15. He hits again. Brings down that poor arm. <laughs> okay, one damage. It's got uh, six left. It attacks. It attacks Jarrell. And misses. Okay, okay. My bad luck is maybe through. Gonna get some good rolls now. Matthew steps up. Swings with an 18. Smites it with a five. Brings it down to one hit point. Excellent. Jarrell. Oh, yes. Lands another shot. Pole arm for one damage and finishes it. Oh, happy ending tonight. Okay. Okay. Okay, so A14. Room A14. Kill three. Write that in red. Kill three zombies. Very nice for 75 each. Wow, 150. Uh, yeah. 225 XP. This is awesome. And then we just gotta find, we gotta find that sword. So we're gonna start searching around. Um, it's going to be an uh, intelligence roll to find this. I need a one. Uh, anybody have an intelligence bonus? <laughs> Not likely. Oh, yeah. Plus one. Austin's got a plus one. He's got a plus one wisdom, too. Yeah, intelligence or wisdom, I would say. No, nobody else. Oh, yeah. Matthew's got a plus one intelligence. Okay, so two. One or a two. Oh, yes. Right away, Matthew finds it. Jarrell. Um, <laughs> minus two. Jarrell. Um, Matthew. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Matthew finds stowed away somewhere in this room. The magic sword. Plus one slash plus two versus lycanthropes. Oh yes, my first magic weapon. First magic item. That's fun. Um, okay, I think it's time to quit while we're ahead. Oh, actually, uh, these guys had healed one hit point as well. So they are better off than they were. Uh, 13. Okay, okay, we're heading out. And with that, we leave. We leave the dungeon and head home. And now it'll take two days to head home.
Okay, so we head out, march a day. Random encounter, nothing. Spend the night. Ah, night encounter. Okay, so that's day. Uh, that was day four, so day five. Day five. Night encounter in the mountains. Okay, and we are in... Uh, which hex was that? 3007. 3007, okay. What can you do, eh? Night encounter. These always get us. See if it's mountain or forest. It is mountainous again for the roll. 2d8. Gets us a 10 jaguar. Jaguar at night. Just a single one. Jaguar. Well, I'm going to write down that new sword on uh, Matthew's inventory. Okay, so we're just chilling out around camp. And this thing is going to possibly stock up and eat somebody. Um, let's check out the stats and its morale and just see how intent on eating us it is. Got a morale of eight, okay. Oh, okay. Look at that. We lucked out. Okay, so it just critically failed um, its morale test. So I'm going to interpret that as it's it's curious. It comes up and checks us out. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, it will not attack unless we threaten it. Um, see whose watch it is. That is Matthew's watch. And we'll see if he even notices it. He does. He does notice it. Um, he has a plus one to intelligence, so he he notices it, uh, skulking about, kind of checking us out, sniffing around. He makes he wakes everybody up, but nobody makes any forced moves. Uh, and the thing, yeah, I don't know, roll. Yeah, it failed again. So the thing skulks off into the night. Whew. That thing is vicious. Three attacks. Yeah, that's close. Okay, we'll just put baited brackets. It ran. Okay. Whew. Okay. So we'll do another day's march. Huh. And a five. So home safely. Uh, wow. Home. Um. Oh yeah, we're charging through snow too, and do another encounter since we're so slow. Potential encounter, and that's a two, so we're okay. We'll be using snowshoes in the lake to keep moving. Man, oh man. Okay, that could have been worse. That could have gone much worse. We recovered the sword that was rumored. We lost Handred. Got a little XP. 
All right. Very cool. That's and that's it for tonight. Roll on.